All right, there we go. Cold open. Here it is. Jeff Chimura, once again, is remote tonight. Um, very far away at his house. What's up, homie? How are you? Doing good. Yeah. We had a crazy weekend. We had a great weekend. Yeah, I thought it was a good time, man. I thought it was pretty intense at, at certain moments, too. I mean, that's what the real does. When you live this life and it's a real life, shit gets intense. Just like Thank camping. You. You know, um, it's fucking intense, dude. Yeah. So intense, bro. Yeah. Um, just to get right into it, we, uh, had an adventure in Ledgerland. Uh, these, the boys were drinking. I was driving, so I was not, uh, yeah, I did a wedding on Saturday. That was cool. You know, I think I really found the business I want to be in. I want to be in the wedding business, man. That seems to be my niche. I think uh, I can make some good times happen for people, like a kickoff. Either doing music, or I waited tables at this last one, and I made bank. So you had more. You had more fun DJing, though, didn't you? Yeah, I mean, DJing is more fun because uh, you are the party, as opposed to like being a. Uh, <laughs> a server servant servant a can you take this glass for me sir kind of a thing which i don't know the clientele that i had were really good so that's where my weekend started you know had the kids friday night did that shit then my mom's like yo i need you for this wedding please and i'm like i right. so my mom was my boss and I got paid because of nepotism. You know what I'm saying? And then, uh, yeah, bottle of champagne over at Chimichanga's house. Oh, it's the brass show. I don't know why I'm going off about all these things. It was great. It was a great weekend. A weekend that I would relive again if you gave me the option, just to be clear. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the Brass Show. You can just listen to me do that for an hour. Just play the beat over and over again. Yeah, 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 motherfucker, yeah, motherfucker, yeah. We're going to have to at some point touch on the subject of that anomaly app. I think we should just get right into it. That's why I hit the stinger, because I'm like, I want to talk about that app. So there's an app that our friend Genesis introduced us to that I have on my phone, and it is called... Did you actually say the right name? No. It's called Randonautica. Randonautica. R-A-N-D-O-N-A-U-T-I-C-A. And I guess what this thing does is it, I don't know, man. It functions off a quantum computer of some kind. I Um, mean, is there other people, like, my first thought was there was other people, because you know how there's, like, the app called uh, Waze? Yeah. Where, like, if shit is going on in traffic, like, people will... Be like, hey, this is here, and this is here, and this is here. Like, that's that was my first, like, thought. It's a little too weird, though, that... All right, let's just tell the story, man. I mean, we were up on Lantern Hill. Yep. You guys were having a couple drinks. I was just hanging out. I mean, we're not supposed to drink there, but... Yeah, it's what we did. Uh... So we're walking down, and well, no, that's not how it happened. You guys finished them off, and I was like, man, I wish I could get these guys free beer. And Genesis is like, yeah, set your intention with your mind and then put it to the app. I guess Genesis has a different version than me because he actually had to say what his intention was out loud to it. Um, and I just, it, mine was like on screen. Think, think of what your intention is and set it. And I'm like, free beer. And then this thing just drops a pin in the woods three miles away from where we were at. And it's like, go to that. And we tried. 
There's a fucking swamp in the way. We well, it brought us to this old-ass cemetery. Yes, yeah. And a couple of the gravestones were dated like 1700-something. Oh, yeah. No, there was legitimately somebody there who died in 1776, you know, for the cause and shit. I read that, 1776. I'm like, oh, that's a coincidence. You know, that was an important year in American history. That's when America happened. So, you know, I think when America, like, became a thing, I don't think people were dying left and right like that from fighting at that point. I think it was, whew, okay, the British aren't coming anymore. They came and they went, you know? So... There was truth to that destination that it sent us from yeah. the app. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We, we, we did find some free beer. It yeah. was like a quarter a quarter full. That, two was, that was fucking weird, though. <laughs> I was like, here you go. This is your free beer. But we didn't actually make it to the pin, though, because, I mean, it expected us to somehow get through that swamp. And I'm like, I'm not walking through the swamp. There's no way I can go through that. I mean, we could have, but... Yeah, if you didn't care about the consequences of wet feet and stuff, I guess you could have. Snapping turtle. Snapping turtle right there! Gonna botch you! Gonna botch you right on the chimmy toe! <laughs> Your little baby chimmy toes are gonna get bit. Gonna get bit by... by... Uh, alligator. <laughs> but none of that happened, because I turned tail. And everyone was like, yeah, I don't feel like going through that either. But then when yeah. we got back in the car, those hick guys that lived in that trailer were, like, staring us down. Like, shouted something to us. Why'd you park there? Because, what am I supposed to explain? Because we're looking for free beer. Like, what am I supposed to say? You know? They left me to absolutely feel weird about the fact that they're staring down at me. But they weren't going to do anything. They are just staring. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's nuts. It was a nutty thing. And then and then uh, Genesis is in the back seat, and he hits it again, and it tried to bring us once again to like, hey, there's no parking for this place that you're going to. I think the whole point of the app is you're supposed to be out in the woods already or something. Like the whole point of the app is just to get you busted for trespassing? Yeah, like shot... That thought occurred to me, like, you know, that cornfield, all that corn that was growing real tall. I'm like, people protect their corn with guns, bro. To them, it's not a joke, because corn is money. To you and me, it's like, look, fucking corn. That's somebody's mortgage payment, bro. That's like a little more than just corn. That yeah, shit I means... Want, I, I don't want your corn. I want free beer. Yeah. Sorry, I don't want your corn. I'm Sharf Rick, and I'm not here for any... Any, uh, corn? I'm really just here for free beer. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're out in the woods. Uh, it was a, a crazy weird vibe in those it woods. I, I don't know what it was. And, uh, you know, Genesis was even talking about how, um, out in the woods, he's like, uh, oh, yeah, you know, some some fisherman was out here, and he capsized his boat, and he drowned with a 30-pack, and we got to find it. Like, he was coming up with all this silly shit. It would have been cool to find, like, free beer, though. Imagine if we did get to that spot, and there was just, like, brand-new 30-pack or something. I would have to dr- – I was, like, determined not to drink because I'm on this fitness kick, you know? I don't yeah. want a bunch of empty calories running through me. I'm trying to get my sexy on for – um cuffing season, you know, uh, yeah. I'm going to go through Thanksgiving, uh, power lifting, you know, no more empty go. calories. I'm going to get all swole. Go lift. all the way, go all the way through Christmas. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm on a hundred day challenge and, uh, forgive me. Cause I can't, I just got through day seven. I finished the yeah. seventh day today. So so I know the the 100th day, because I looked at the calendar on when I decided it, is December 1st. So I got to keep going, man. I got to keep making this happen, these these exercises and shit. But yeah, when, yeah. You, when you guys were getting schlitz, I was like kind of jealous. Like, man, I want to like hang out and have a couple drinks too. But 
you know what? I'm kind of tired of riding the liquor loop, bro. I mean, I don't drink all the time, but that like, yeah, I feel awesome. This is great. And then waking up like, oh, I feel like ass. And then like just taking another drink, a little hair of the dog action to get yourself right. (sighs) Yeah, it's not good, man. I just don't want to do it anymore. You know, I mean, not all the time. December 1st, though, you and I are going to go deep with the drinking. Unless you quit by then, too, of course. And then I'll... Oh, yeah. yeah. Chimmy is what we like to call a career drinker. One that likes to drink. He's a teetotaler. Do we have a button for teetotaling? (laughs) Nope, that's laughter. Yes, a teetotaler. I keep doing that. If you listen back to earlier episodes... Earlier episodes have me doing that over and over and over again. Like, oh, yeah, let's, let's tell everybody at the audience. Hey, they kind of sound good when you play them together. I'm just going to do that. Doesn't that sound better? Laughing and cheering. Yes. They so, go together. And then I can, and I can never fuck it up again. So if I'm ever like, which one do I hit? Ah, fuck it. And I'll just hit both of them. You hit them and, both. And I won't have that awkward moment of, oh, I'm not laughing at you. You know. Um, yeah, and we ended up at, uh, Genesis girlfriend's house. Uh, yep. And well, I mean, I don't really want to get into specifics of whose, whose house it actually was. Cause it doesn't matter. No, no, no. But dude, that place was trippy to me with the fence like that. You know, I don't want to say oh, where we specifically like, were, but right, like their property line. Don't say what it's on, because we don't... Well, I guess you'd have to do some digging to really find out, but... Yeah, it was like a protected area with a barbed wire fence, and they live like... This property is right up against the fence. So it's this... It's weird. It kind of, like, gives it, like, a vibe of, uh... I don't want to say, like, apocalyptic, but... Yeah, I kept thinking that. I mean, well... How I see it is it's just extra. Um, no one can sneak up into your house from that yeah, part of the yard. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. They can't extra, come from that direction. It, I mean, extra, that's cool. Extra security that you don't have to pay for. Right. And there's a choo-choo every 30 minutes. And a private jet every two hours. <laughs> That was pretty cool, though. They, I have an app now because of... Ah, fuck it. It was an airport. We were next to an airport. You don't know where it is. There's plenty of airports. It, it was an airport far, far away. Uh, in, a, in a galaxy. In a galaxy, away. yes. And, uh, yeah, the airport, uh, barbed wire fence all around. You can't get there. Uh, but they b- built houses right up on those fences. And, yeah, pretty cool. Barb, barbed wire, not so much. I mean, that wouldn't really bother me, though. You know? It's just... You think the property value on that is, like... Like, it'd be less expensive to buy property there just because you've got... Like this unmovable barbed wire jets. airport fence that you can't... That, that and loud jets just flying over your house all the time? I don't think that would bother me, though. It, it just, would probably bother a lot of people i'm just wondering if like that is like helping with the bringing down like property value yeah i mean i don't know to me it wouldn't because i don't care you know um i would just be in the house sleeping because you'd get used to it it wouldn't bother you anymore you know, when I, uh, when I was getting divorced and, you know, I caught the, uh, the ex doing her thing and I was like, fuck this. And I didn't know what I was going to do with myself. I went to, uh, visit Pace One in New Jersey. I couldn't live there because it sounds like an airport's about to land on his roof every like four minutes. It's bananas. Cause he, he was li- right. He was right by an airport. He lived, uh, or lives. I'm not sure if he's still there or not, but, um, yeah, near uh, Newark Airport. So, you know, I was just hearing mad flights coming in and out. I remember sleeping. You know that with that um, sensation when you're, like, half asleep, half awake, and then something, like, jerks you awake? 
Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I, that kept happening to me because of airplanes landing and taking off or what, whatever was going on, you know? But like you said, after a while, you like get accustomed to it. Yeah. You wouldn't hear it anymore. It's just like anything, man. You know, you get no, used to like it. Li- living in the city, just hearing like people honking horns and yelling and like traffic and cars and pretty soon you just get like adapted to it. Yeah. I had a really weird experience with that. I, I almost take it as like a, my first mini awakening. Cause you know how I experienced enlightenment a couple times and it blew my hair off and somehow it grew back. I remember the first mini awakening I had was I, I moved to New York city. I lived in Carroll gardens in 2007, which is, you know, that's in Brooklyn. Brooklyn okay. on its own is one of the biggest cities in the world. You don't need Manhattan and the rest of it. Brooklyn, huge. Is that is that anywhere near Williamsburg? Uh, yeah, Williamsburg is around the way. I mean, I'd have to look at a map. Um, I didn't spend a lot of time in Williamsburg because, um, I mean, even in 2007, man, Williamsburg can suck a dick. Uh, yeah, but anyways, uh, living in Carroll Gardens, um, that was an interesting experience because um, I knew who LP was in 2007, and I used to just see the guy around, you know? LP, famous LP, you know? The dude, dude from Run the Jewels? Yeah, he used to just be around. See, that's funny that you know who he is from Run the Jewels. I knew him as LP, the guy who was on Raucous Records in, like, 1997 or whatever it was, you know? And then um, he really uh, hit my radar heavy... Um, blowing up Def Jux. I used to, he's a super producer, man. LP has made a shit ton of, of everything. But yeah, the first, uh, the first mini awakening I had was when I was in Carroll Gardens and, um, I met, uh, my buddy Mark's cousin and we were walking around and the city was new to me and, you know, just as you said, you know how you get acclimated to like you know honking horns, ambulances, yeah. trains. You know, when I was there, I was picking up all sorts of random energy from everything because I'm you know, look, I make boom bap hip hop with some grimy punchlines in it, and you know, I just say and do what I want musically and stuff. But you know, when when it comes to who I really am is like I'm just a quiet kid from Connecticut and there's nothing going on here. Connecticut is a quiet place. Then you go to Brooklyn, honk, honk, boo! And like, you know, it's coming at you so much that it just like overwhelms your senses, basically. So I was with Mark's cousin and Mark... uh is like, yeah, man, Connecticut, compared to here, it's so different. And, you know, we, we, 2007, we had to find a spot to, you know, smoke a little joint or something, you know, little out-of-the-way street somewhere random in, in Brooklyn, right? Yeah. So we, we get to, like, a random stoop that's on a quiet street in Brooklyn, and I'm listening to all the things going on, right? We, we smoke. Taking it all in? Yeah, I'm taking it all in all right. Uh, getting really, really baked. I got really high. And then I said to the guy from New York, I said, listen to all the air conditioners running. And he goes, what? And I go, listen, <laughs> listen to all the air really? conditioners running. And all at once, I saw everybody, like, awaken to what they already knew was going on, but they weren't paying attention to it. And just suddenly, like, and it got, like, louder and stuff. And he was like, whoa, I wasn't, I wasn't aware that I was aware of that until you said that. And then I remember, um, you know, because I lived in, in Brooklyn for a year, trying to get my music off the ground and failing and feeling like an absolute loser. Um, yeah, that, I, sometimes I look back at my life and I'm like, that, that period of my life was the... Um, make it and be a famous rapper period. And it didn't happen then. So now I just have fun with it. Fuck it. But, um, yeah, back then, uh, I realized that what happens is a process of essentially falling back asleep when you think about it, because, um, you know, I was 
there, and then I was acclimated to all that sound to the point where I didn't even notice it anymore. And then I noticed myself not noticing. You follow what I'm saying? Uh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's what awakening is, is you just kind of start realizing shit. You know, just like, oh, I'm suddenly noticing the sound of all these fucking air conditioners. And I knew it was there the whole time, but I didn't notice it before. That's what enlightenment is. Only the, the real point of it is you realize that you're God. And I'm actually just talking to myself. That's all this is. It's a weird concept, enlightenment. Wait, you're talking to me too, though. Oh, I know. Yeah, you're real. Don't worry, Jeff. You're real. Don't worry, Chimichanga. You're real. <laughs> Live on the Brass Show, everybody. Jeff Tremura does, in fact, exist. Anyway. Um, yeah, so you, you experienced it once, didn't you? You got to be honest and just talk about it. Didn't you get the enlightenment one time? One time for your mind? Yeah. Um, yeah, but it was just so intense that, like, it was almost like a dream. Like, you know how you you have a dream and it feels so vivid and intense. And then as soon as you wake up, like, you kind of remember it. But as the day goes on, just less and less, you kind of just lose it. Yeah, that's what happened with you. Yeah. All right. I think that's what happens with a lot of people. Well, it happened with me, too. You're supposed to forget. I mean, the whole thing was designed. And that's that's part of what I remember taking away from my two enlightenment experiences. Is This whole thing was designed for me to not know that I designed it. I kind of broke the code. Like, you legitimately are Neo in the Matrix in a way. But the whole point of the Matrix isn't some nefarious, like, oh, we, we plugged you into this battery, you know. We're stealing your your earth juju to make machines go. Because without you, the machines can't go. You know? <laughs> hey, I want to do a little experiment. Yeah. Pull up that app. And just drop a pin wherever? Drop a pin. Don't go there. But yeah. just... See just what it does? See, see what it does. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. Because now we're talking about some Matrix shit. So... Okay, so this requires 20 OWL tokens. What does that mean? I don't know. And it says, I got three choices, a tractor, power, and void. Oh, but the last thing that I wanted to say, like the Matrix, you know how the Matrix is a nefarious thing? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, oh, you're, you're, you're in a prison and you don't know. Yeah. The real Matrix, it's not a prison. It's just yourself hiding from yourself. That's the the mind fuck of it. But anyway, so I should I should take twenty owl tokens, whatever the fuck that means, and generate now in Colchester. F. I mean, I'm kind of curious to see what happens. Well, nothing is going to happen. It's just going to drop a pin, generate, boom. What you do matters. Be sincere. Visualize your intention. There's a void anomaly. And it actually gave me a legitimate house. It dropped it on a house. What? That's not far from where I'm at right now. I'm going to bookmark it. And I'm going to bookmark it under what the fuck. <laughs> I didn't think it gave you houses. So wait, this this app expects me to just go up to this house? That's crazy, man. <laughs> That's nuts. What, what was the anomaly, though? I don't know. I don't, what, what I don't did, really understand. What did you manifest? I was thinking about, hmm, what should I do? And then it, as soon as I thought, hmm, what should I do? It drops a pin on that house. 
What were you thinking at that exact I moment? just explained those with the words I said to you. I said Ooh. I was thinking of what to think of, and then it drops a pin on a house. I wasn't thinking of anything specific. I was thinking, yeah, like, hmm, what should I come up with? And then, like, boom, it just dropped it there. I'm like, what? See, I'm bugged out. Do, does this mean we go up to the house and, like, knock on the door? Or, like, what What do you do? Do you knock on the door or not, Jeff? Is that something you're going to do? Nope. You drive to the house, and then you... Look at it? Peek through the windows. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, that won't result in a 22 caliber bullet like bouncing off my giant forehead. It's not the button that's not the button I meant to hit. That, that's the one. Yeah, so uh getting shot isn't something I want to do and I feel like this ad is like why don't you get shot by somebody? Cuz those dude those hicks were looking at us. They were sizing us up. They were like what is going on? You know? They could have thought we were doing something fucked up in the graveyard, though. They might have actually been good guys, and we just didn't know, you know, but we don't know. Well, yeah, that was just, like, a off-the-rip, like, random thing we did. Yeah. Brought us, brought us to a cemetery, so which weird. was in all the the tombstones and grave markers we saw had the same last name. Yeah. So it's probably a family. Very old family because there were graves that were not new, but recent, like within our lifetimes. Like I did see one person person died in the year 2000. And then there was another one that was 2008, but it was a surprise because all those other graves looked old as shit. Yeah, There was some recent ones, but there was also some headstones that had, a date dating back further than I've ever seen a headstone have. Yeah. You, uh, I didn't actually look at the one that you looked at. You went around the, the rock and you guys read the date. Now I can't remember what it was, but I was like, Whoa, that's fucking bad. It was like 1700 something. Yeah. Early 17. I mean, before 17, I remember reading 1776 off one grave when that bugged me out. It might have been 1726. I'm not even sure. Yeah. That's, uh, that's pretty out there as far as time goes. But yeah, though it really bugged me out because uh, Genesis is like, you see these little rocks? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, those are graves too. And I'm what? Yeah, it's it's great. It's a great, these are all little graves, man. And then I, it great, great dawned, dawned on me because I didn't know what it was. And then he told me, and I'm like, shit. You know, Legend Connecticut, we're in the Guinness, uh, bleh, we're in the Guinness World Book of Records. Um, world record book. My brain is broken, man. I don't know. Wait, uh, we have the most graveyards in one town and anywhere really? else. In the, yeah, and anywhere else in the United States. It's something that we're known for globally. So, Ledger's haunted. You know what's crazy? Hmm? My favorite musical producer yeah. released one of his um, albums Apex Twin? Yes. In the picture, one of the pictures on one of his album covers is a tombstone from Stonington, Connecticut. Yeah, that's really weird. That's awesome because that's like right around the way. Uh, Has anybody tried to find that grave? Have you ever looked into that? Who who is that grave? Hold on. Let me find that shit. There's got to be a story behind it. I think it's like... um, it's from the Analord series. Um, maybe AFX Analord five or seven. Well, it's there's one through there's one through eleven, so it's one of them. Does anybody know the story behind this cover? Oh, we're going deep, bro. We're going to Reddit. Reddit's gonna fix us. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, some X-rated stuff came up when I tried to open this. What the hell, man? I want to read this thing. Open. There we go. Now I got the post. Richard James died November 23rd, 1968. That's what came up when I, when I, who's Richard James? 
Richard D. James is Apex Twin. But it's probably he must have found like a tombstone with someone who had the same name as him, and it just happened to be in Stonington, Connecticut. Oh. See, I thought the grave was from a woman or someone who died. You know what's weird? This person has the same death date as uh, our buddy Zach, November 23rd. Zach died on November 23rd, didn't he? Hold on. Let me look. Holy shit. Yeah, November 23rd, 2019. It's when we lost the homie, man. But um, that's really a weird coincidence, I think. Jimmy, comment? Anomalies, bro. Yeah. Yeah, I think, so he had a series of albums with Graves as the cover, don't they? Because there's a whole bunch of shit that comes up here. I'm not finding, let me, let me, let me do this. Hold on. Aphex Twin. Search Aphex Twin Analord album cover. I'm going to say, do none of that. And I'm going to do Aphex Twin Stonington Grave. And that'll pull it up. Hold on. Boom. Okay, that didn't work. So what what was it called? Analord? Analord? How do you spell it? A-N-A-L-O-R-D. Series. Series. Yeah, because there's a lot of them. Um... Yeah, there's 11 of them. Yeah, so this is a fruitless endeavor. I'm not finding the picture that you showed me before of the old guy's grave or whoever it was. Well- I mean, it's process of elimination. Just search and Lord one, two, three. I think it's. Yeah. Everyone's going to love that while I look through. Why? Well, hey, everybody. I'm looking at the. Oh, here. I found it. Okay. Album review. Thomas Slanton. Stanton. Okay. So this whoever he was, this Thomas Stanton, he was born in 1616 with no birthday, and he died on December 2nd, December 2nd of 1677. That's a long life, especially oh, for back shit. then. Oh, yeah. And then Anna Lord. Oh, that's why they use this grave. Anna Lord. I see. I get it. <laughs> that's funny. Okay, I get it. Yeah, this came out in two thousand five. Yes. Okay, that this is the this is the thing. Yep. Yeah. No, that, no story that, on who it is. They just found it because it had the name of what his record was. But yeah, that's from around the way. It says right here, Stonington, Connecticut. So we should find that grave. And I'm hang down. out at it. Take a picture next to it. Like, yeah, Apex Twin. How don't, f- threaten, don't threaten me with a good time. It would be fun. It would be very fun. So. You know who I uh, was watching skateboarding footage of, who I haven't in a long time? And I, I literally was so happy watching the boy skate. Brian fucking Anderson. Oh, I was going to my I was going to say I want to say Ed Templeton, but my second guess was going to be Brian Anderson. Ed Templeton is a beast of his own, though. You know, very good skateboarder. I mean, they're both part of Toy Machine. Yeah. You know who was on Toy Machine, too, that I uh, didn't realize was. But I actually right before uh, making the kids dinner, I was watching a video of him talking about it. Chad huh. Muska was on Toy he, Machine. Was he really? Yeah, he was. That's where he started his career. His first career was, you know, pro skateboarder for Toy Machine. I guess he was on Maple at one point, too. Remember Maple? Oh, yeah. I had a couple of Maple decks over the years. But, I think we all did. Yeah, Maple went under, though, I think. They're gone. I haven't seen any of their shit. I love their stuff, though. They were they were great. I'm doing a short run of decks. You, yo, you know... Which decks I miss the company? Mm-hmm. Hookups. Yeah. 
Um, if you have $1,000, you can buy a series of them on eBay right now. But you got to buy the whole shebang. They're like mint condition. Who was on hookups? It was... Because uh, hookups... I, I have an inside thing about the whole industry because I uh, used to hang out at Core Sports so much um, back in what I like to call uh, the day. And Tom Yetto is the company, right? They're the yeah. ones who make all the skateboard decks, essentially, uh, in, a, in the North American region. So Tom Yetto owned Birdhouse Hookups. What else did they own? It was Birdhouse Hookups. Shorties? No. Wait, Shorties was Chad Musk's own thing, I think. Yeah, well, but here's the thing. Uh, All the decks, it doesn't really matter who you are buying. If it's a maple or a, you know, shorties, toy machine, it's all Tumietto. Tumietto makes the, like a, an abundance of those decks. Um, so Tumietto owns Birdhouse, which is crazy. Yeah, Tony Hawk owns the, a company. Tony Hawk owns Birdhouse. Yes, he owns the name, but Tom Yetto makes his decks. And I know this because at Core Sports, the guy used to get calls from directly from Tom Yetto. And then they would send boxes of shit, and you'd open the box, and inside would be, I wish I remembered all the companies, like Hookups, Birdhouse, all that shit was all just in there. World Industries? Maybe. I don't think World Industries was a part of it, but... Oh, Flip? Flip? Yep, Flip is a Tumietto brand, I believe. Could be talking out of my ass. Let me look. I'm going to look up Tumietto and see. Tumietto. It's just weird because I'm old now. I don't feel old, but I my body is definitely old. Yeah, Tumietto is a skateboarding company, and in toy, toy machines on it. The Tumietto catalog. Yeah, so all toy machine is just Tumietto. Okay, here it is. It's uh, Tomietto is Pig, Toy Machine, and I don't know, I don't remember what the moon was. The moon? Yeah, it's like a moon with a star. You have to see it. This is why we got to do these in person. Oh, shit. Um, No, I I mean, I got a computer right next to me. Hold on. Yeah, just look up Tomietto. T-U-M-Y-E-T-O. Apparently, they don't do Birdhouse anymore, it doesn't look like. It looks like they're just doing... Toy Machine Pig and something else. And Pig doesn't make decks, they just make wheels. Yeah, they made wheels. Yeah. I almost want to just start collecting Toy Machine decks, though. The new Toy Machine decks that are out, like the new stuff that Ed Templeton has done, they're sick. I'm embarrassed to admit this, Jeff, but I tried reaching out to Ed Templeton about 10 years ago to see if he'd do a cover for my album, and I got no response. Good, cool story, right, bro? Cool story, bro. Yeah, I fucking sent, I sent it right out to him. I was like, hey, man, I love your work. I, I, was, I, didn't, I don't know if it's possible, but is there any way I could get a, like a cover from you? Here's a link to my music, and that's probably the moment he went, I hate you. <laughs> never, never answered. Come on, let's climb the tree. Hee <laughs> <sighs> So that was the end of that idea. I would still love to get that. If I ever, see, I have to have some success, I think is the problem. I have to have like a, like a big following or millions of song views or whatever, more than you know, five people checking us out a week on YouTube. To do what? To be able to get anybody like Ed Templeton to be like, oh, yeah, I'd love to work with you. You know, because you got to look at it from this way. What? I don't know who the hell you are. You know, it's just some random guy being like, hey, would you work for me? And I know that you have your own skateboarding company and all this clout and everything. And you're like 30 years deep into a uh, skateboarding career, you know, but 
please do do a do an album cover for me. Who are you? I don't know. Some guy that raps from Connecticut. Hard sell. I tried, but Ed Templeton's kind of fat now. It's weird. He looks like uh, every time I see the Ed Templeton of today, he looks like somebody. I can't can't think of who it is though. He just looks like someone I know. Oh, Dan Butler. He looks like Dan... Him and Dan Butler look the same. They're both like that same ploppy... You know? <laughs> Ed Templeton. But it's funny because... um, Dan Butler was an awesome skateboarder back in the day, too. And he's also now a plop. But I think the difference is, is that even though Ed Templeton is ploppy, he's probably still skateboarding. Dude, Ed Templeton looks like my Uncle Joe. Does he? Yeah. <laughs> Uncle Templeton. I remember uh, Tim came over my house once. Uh, you know, Timmy P, Timmy Poe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, came through my house once and told me, he's like, I wrote a letter to Trans World Skateboarding. And I was like, no, no way, really? He's like, yeah, all I did was make fun of Ed Templeton. <laughs> Why? I, I don't remember why. Because uh, Ed Templeton had high water pants. And there was a thing about uh, Ed Templeton a couple months before in Trans World talking about his pants. It's like, yeah, I wear high water pants. I don't care. Because remember that was his thing? He'd just wear really tight pants all the time. Yeah, he'd just wear tight pants and like. It's ironic that he's fat now because he wears tight pants. You know, it's like he can't wear those pants anymore. Wear tight pants and fall on a handrail and rip your nuts open. Ooh! Yeah. Oh, my God. I'll never forget that. When he actually... There's a point... There's a video part and a film that we all grew up on in Ledger, Connecticut called Welcome to Hell. It was one of the best skateboarding videos that ever happened in the 90s. And there's a slam section in there. And Ed Templeton ripped his sack open. That really happened to him, right? That's not like just some urban legend shit. No, no, it Because he does show his nuts to the camera for a second, but... You know what? I'm going to look it up. Did Ed Templeton rip his nutsack? One second. No, that legit happened. Ed. I just Googled Ed Templeton nutsack. <laughs> yep, yeah, it happened. AKA classic sax. Testicular tragedies. See, this is why I love skateboarding. But I'm not risking my nuts for anything. I don't care. Yeah, it's cool to I wish I could have hit a handrail, but I'm not going to risk my balls. This is what happened. Welcome to hell. Uh, It may as well have been named for its slam section. In addition to Maldonado's violent sack at the Brooklyn Banks rail and Jamie grinding his teeth down via the face slide, Ed's full frontal modeling of his bruised testicles remains a difficult image to forget. And then it shows a picture of it. Yeah. See, I remember him showing his nuts like, oh, they're bruised, but I didn't remember him actually like ripping the shit open. No, his pants were like soaked in blood. Oh. His crotch was just like bloody soaked. Yeah. God, those guys, like, my first ever dream job, um, like, hey, when you grow up, you can be anything. It, I was thinking about it today. It, it was skateboarder. I wanted to be a professional skateboarder. I wanted to be... So good at skateboarding, but it just turns out that that's not what my aptitude is. You know, I love it. I can ride better than in, like most the your average Joe. I can ollie still. I can kick flip. I can do things with a f- skateboard, but I just was never that great at it. You know, you were a nasty little shithead. You used was, to impress me. I mean, I was had some technical capabilities. I could do a lot of flip tricks, like. Yeah. And I, before I fell off, like I started doing, like I would do some handrails, but nothing like what these fucking kids can do now. Oh, so I know. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. And these, these kids, 
nowadays. Like, I, I always feared being the old guy at the skate park, and now I'm old, and I'm like, let's go to the skate park. And I'm like, no, no, can't face that fear. Like, when, when I bought my son his skateboard, Charlie is like, yeah, you want to come in and skate for free? And I'm like, uh, no, no, I don't. I do, but I don't, you know? And plus, I had somewhere to be, so we couldn't stay. But, yeah, when we got out there, um, yeah, it was a really cool, cool experience to uh, – look at a skate park and go, fuck, I wish I was 10 years younger. You know? Yeah. Cause that by dude. All right. I would like to say that my skateboarding where I did it like every day or every opportunity I could. And it was the most fun I ever had age 12 to about 24, 25. That's when I was, I wasn't done with it. I'm still not done with it. I still want to get on a skateboard and ride around and stuff, but the process of, oh, what injury do I have this month ended around tw- I, maybe 26, 25, 26. I was done. That, that sounds about right for me, too. Because you just get sick of getting hurt, man. I mean, yeah, the thrill of it all or whatever. But it's, it's, <laughs> hey, like, nothing lets you know you're getting old. Like, Rolling on a skateboard, hitting a pebble, taking a digger, <laughs> and taking like twenty minutes to get up off the ground. Yeah, yeah, just you know, the pebble won. It honestly did. It it kicked your ass, and you're on the floor. And uh, yeah, and that's just that's just falling from like standing height, mm-hmm. not like. Hucking yourself down like a eight set of stairs, yeah. falling down and be like, oh, let's do it again." These guys have hard lives, though. These pro skaters. I mean, it it might be a blessing in disguise that it didn't work out for me, you know, because L.A. traffic, getting stuck in traffic to go to a skate spot, you know, like a big handrail or whatever, just to find that it's closed down and there's some security guard giving you a hard time and shit. Next time we do one of these shows together, like we should be. Yep. Instead of doing the remote episodes. Cause guys, we were going to record this on Sunday. We're recording this on Monday. What is today's date? The the 30th, which is crazy because normally, you know, I have everything coded and ready to go, but after this, I'm I'm uploading it to the internet and going to bed, and it'll be up and available a mere six hours or whatever after we recorded it, you know, because um, Sunday, Chimmy just got too sloshed. Oh, I got lit. Dude, you were on, like, you guys were having a good time, though. I mean, there was no negative shit about what happened. You guys just got drunk, and I was being a safe boy and got my friends home safely. I you appreciate know? you for that. Yeah, but you know one thing you do every time I allow you to drink and I just safe drive you somewhere? You always what? leave a shit ton of fucking empties in my car, and I don't know until, like, oh, great, I'm at work, and now my boss wants to get in the car with me, and there's, like, fucking empties everywhere. I wanted to kill you two, because I didn't know. I looked in the back seat. There's, like, empty, like, Genesis was back there. There's, like, empty nips in a freaking bottle. I'm like, oh, I didn't know he left that back there. So I took care of that. I took all my empties with me. No, you fucking did not, because there's a fucking plastic bag filled with them, like, jammed under the seat. Of what, though? The front seat. What what kind of cans? What brand? The ones that you drank and put in the, the thing. What were those? The, the bag that you had. Jeff, you can't be like, oh, you found beer cans stuffed under the front seat that I was sitting in and no one else? I didn't I didn't have cans. I had bottles, bro. That they were bottles. I said the word cans, but they were bottles. Mm. Yeah. Do you want me to take a picture? I'm that that's you know I'm going to set that as the show art. I'm going to take a picture of the f- fucking the 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 bottles that you left behind. Yeah, they weren't cans; they were bottles. But there was a ton of them. They were jammed under the front seat. You know, every time, every time we go out or do something, I'm like, oh, empty shit everywhere. This is cool. But whatever. I'm not that upset about it. I'm just 
inflating for a comedic effect, but yeah, it was My like, bad, bro. If if they were mine, then then they're sorry. a thousand percent yours, Jeff. It was the green bottles that you two were drinking, whatever that that shit was. Those. Oh, ro- Rolling Rock. Roll? No, it wasn't Garden Rolling Rock. Heineken? No. Don't know. I have, I'd have to go out and look. Yingling. Yingling. That's right. Yeah, because you were, were. What was? Let me get another ying ying. Yeah. <laughs> Let me get another ying ying. We were laughing about it. I was like, where did that come from? You're like some drunk chick on a beach somewhere. <laughs> Let me get another ying ying. You that- know who's also driving or drinking ying yings who is in your backseat? Yeah, there was one from him back there with his empty nips that were stuffed in like various places back there. Like he'd drink one and then stuff it between the seats. I don't know why. I found his lighter too. He called me this morning going... I don't have any money or cigarettes and I don't have a lighter either. And I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. And I'm like, did you take my money? I'm like, no, I didn't. He's like, why does this money smell bad? I'm like, I don't, dude, you were drunk. I don't know. What? <laughs> a conversation that I had with Genesis this morning is how I started that sentence. He called me confused hmm. about his predicament. I have money in my pocket. Why? I don't know is what I replied. Where are my cigarettes? I don't know. I'm in Manchester. You know, he did, he <laughs> was like coming out of like, being real drunk, I think he got. I think he blacked out a little bit. I because I don't think he remembered when I dropped him off. He was just like, I suddenly I came online. I'm in in my house. Was the conversation I had with him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How about you? What did you did you just suddenly come online and go? Oh shit! I'm late for work. Or like, what happened with you? You woke up on time and got everything done. Yeah. Cool. How was it? I came home. I slept. Woke up exactly when you needed to, feeling perfect. No hangover, right? Exactly. How do you not get hangover? I don't understand. I drunk. I wh- what were those beers? Shit! You gave me three of those really hoppy beers, and that's all I had. And I woke up so hungover the next day. Ooh. I did the power puke. It was not fun. I absolutely was like so sick. I I do have to admit this, that like after you dropped me off, like I passed out like hardcore nap, woke up with, well, before this I had gotten after you dropped me off, got really hungry. So I was like, oh, sweet. I've got the leftovers from old times. Oh, yeah. Like, ate all that shit. The breakfast we had, yeah. And then got the most intense heartburn I've probably ever had in my entire life. Yeah, that happens to you a lot, doesn't it? Where you're just suddenly in, like, tremendous pain. Did yeah. you go to a doctor me- about that? What, for heartburn? Yeah. Because some people have like acid reflux disease, you take like a like a tablet once a day, and it like makes it never happen again. No, I just ate like eight tablets of Tums, and I was fine. Oh, oh, so you have the cure. The sickness is from the cure, Jimmy. So you're fully yeah. vaccinated, right? Like a hundred percent. Yes, sir. No side effects of any kind. No, nothing. You feel a thousand percent. I mean, I feel same as it ever was. Like what? Well, I don't know. I'm I'm asking because I'm can I'm gonna get that shit pretty soon, and I'm like, I'm kind of nervous about it. And you don't took be you took the Johnson and Johnson one, right? Yes. Okay. You know, people. I there were eight people who died in Connecticut who were vaccinated from the coronavirus, supposedly. That information came out. So I'm like, so you can still just die from it anyway? But I guess that's always been there because, like, you know, we have flu vaccines, but people still died from the flu too, right? So what are you going to do? There's a new thing killing people. I mean, having having more antibodies in your body, I don't see that as a bad thing. Yeah. Cutting back on the drinking is something that I'm going to be doing. Yeah. (laughs) 
No, no booze really until December first. On December first, though, I'm going ham, ham and cheese, ham and Swiss cheese. It's gonna be great. But until then, I'm taking a long break. La 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 long, a la 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 long la long long break. Fuck you. I shouldn't, <laughs> I shouldn't really be loud because uh, my kids are upstairs, and I don't want them to uh, <laughs> emulate me. But. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Girl, I want to make you sweat. Sweat though you can't dance no more. You remember that song, right? Of course. Yeah. I used to listen to that. That was my jam back when I was like 11. Q105. That was my shit, Q105. That was the first thing I was into when it came to music, was whatever was pumping through Q105. Do you remember Q105? Uh, Q105 is still a thing, bro. Is it really? Shut the fuck up. I thought they closed that shit down. No. It was... um, it, like, 107.7 and Q105 have been, like, battling each other. Like, like 107.7... <laughs> on their like commercials, basically like straight up talk shit on one Q105. Like, don't listen to Q105. Yeah, you know what the secret is there? Because you sudden you suddenly sound like you're in an elevator or something. But um, the secret there is is Q105 and 104.7 are both uh probably owned by the same people. <laughs> like, I wouldn't be surprised to find that out. You know. Um, owned by the same people, but like talk shit on each yeah, other. It, it would be like if you started your own podcast. I, it, you know, if you were out on your own, I'd be like, oh fuck, fuck it, yeah, let's start a radio war. And you know, I would churn up shit with you specifically just to get more listeners. Don't listen to them. Listen to us. You know, hmm. that's amusing. What are you doing? Why do you sound weird suddenly? You changed something. You sound bizarre, and are you in the toilet? What? No. Did you put it on speakerphone? Yeah. Okay. Well, you did something weird, and now it sounds bizarre. It sounds like you're in, like, a bathtub now. I want to kill you right now. What are you doing? Jeff? I don't understand. I don't know. What did you change or do? I went to a different room. Like, okay. what? Okay, because you sound totally different. It sounds like you, like, changed phones. Like, you did something. I did not change phones. Oh, okay. Well, you sound different, and I'm trying to get to the bottom of it, and you're like, well, I changed rooms. This has been a wonderful episode of The Brass Show. For a million billion years, Jeff Chimura and Chris Rappel, The Brass Show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Check out BrassHipHop.com. All my music's there. You can go to brash.bandcamp.com, soundcloud.com slash brash. You can go to chimichanga, chimichanga in a phone booth.com, <laughs> chimichanga jumping off the roof.com, or unclehefe.com if you want to see what Jeff Tremura looks like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, that was a good glamour shot. It was a good glamour shot. It was one of the best glamour shots. It was a good fucking one, dude. Yeah, it was. Your mom uh, commented on it. I I like that. Yeah, she did. She was like, did you really have the eggs Benedict? And you're like, no, I didn't. (laughs) It's so weird because I've eaten like a thousand meals with you that I'm, I just, I heard what you ordered and my brain still said, he got the eggs Benedict. He always does. <laughs> it just didn't work. That but, is usually what I always get. Yeah. And that's what I thought you got. So when I took the picture, I was like, look at this guy. He ordered eggs Benedict and everything. Yeah. That fucking uh, photo mode where it's like uh, portrait mode. It just 
makes good pictures of people. I don't know what it is. It's like the computer goes, hmm. It's like a little little photography man that lives inside the, the camera. Hmm. And put your put your hand over here and look at the camera like this and smile. Ka-chink. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. We're done. In 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 2, 1. All right. Bye, everybody.